Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast on Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you downloaded us from. We have a wonderful guest today. This is 1142B. The Bs are always the latest guests that we can get that is usually fascinating and will teach us new things. And I'm really looking forward to learning a lot today because Dr. Kuang is a PhD who is a expert in skeletal muscle cells and the influence of lipids on their functioning, especially lipid droplets. He is the Cancer Center Chair in Stem Biology at Purdue University and is in the Center for Cancer Research, as well as in the Department of Biologic Sciences and the Department of Health and Kinesiology, that's muscle movement, at Purdue University. Dr. Kwong, thank you very much for coming on. Tell us, how did you get interested in stem cells and stem cells of skeletal muscle? Sure. First, thank you, Dr. Royzen, for the opportunity. Yeah, we have been studying skeletal muscle for more than a decade now. So the reason we are interested in this is fantastic stem cell is because they can regenerate the muscle if there's an injury. So that's really fascinating. So if I get a tear in my muscle, say for overuse or whatever I've done to it, the stem cells will come in and repair it. Now, what role does the lipid droplets, and what are lipid droplets in muscle, in stem cell muscle, mean? So stem cell requires energy to do the job, right? So lipids provide one kind of energy. So these lipid droplets, it contains lipids, that can be metabolized and provide those energy that's needed for the stem cells. We also found that this cell can also provide a signaling mediators, which means they generate molecules that have a signaling function that tells the stem cell what to do. And so whether the stem cell reproduces and produces more muscle or just stays there and is absorbing life as not needed and extra, if you will, that's provided by some of the signaling that other muscle cells do or that the stem cell does for itself? So it is both. So there was a signaling that come from outside that tells the stem cell. But then the, inside the cell, there's also a signaling pathway. You touch upon the, what the stem cell do. We call them the stem cell fate. So one fate of stem cell is what we call differentiate to make the muscle. Another phase is to remain as a stem cell so they can be used in the future. Whether stem cell differentiate or remain as a stem cell, they are controlled by signals. For example, signaling from the host myofiber can tell the stem cell to stay as a stem cell or to differentiate. On the other hand, the signaling inside the cell that does the same thing. These two signaling cascades interact and together controls the stem cell fate. And how does the lipid, the amount of fat droplets inside the stem cell, influence how the stem cell functioning occurs? 
Right. So that's something we are actively pursuing. We don't know everything yet, but what we do know is that when the cells are dormant or they remain as a stem cell state, they have very little lipid droplets. Once they are at work, they start to generate all these lipid droplets. The amount does determine when the cell, if they divide into two cells, if the cell has a higher amount of lipid droplets, it tends to maintain in the proliferation and the differentiating state. If they want to go back to a stem cell state, they will first deplete the lipid droplets. So that's why we know how the amount has relation to the cell fate, but we don't know exactly how does that, what is it in the lipids that does that. Is that clear? Yes, it's very clear. We know, for example, in diabetics, in insulin resistant situations, there's increased lipid in all muscle cells. Is that true of stem cells in muscles as well? And does that cause them to replicate or does it inhibit them in some way? Or do we not know that yet? So I think that the situation in stem cells is a little bit different. So I want to remind you a term called the athlete paradox. So which states that in obese patients, you have a lot of lipids in the muscle, but on the trained athletes, they also have a bunch of lipid droplets in the muscle. So which means a good amount of lipid droplets can either be good or bad depending on if the cell can handle it. So in the stem cell case, I think in a healthy stem cell, the amount of lipid droplets will tell the cell what to do. It's not necessarily a bad thing here. You see what I mean? Yes. And how does one learn more about your work and this work? Because you are continuing this with a National Institute of Health grant and obviously your work has been recognized as very important. How can we learn more about it? So we have a new grant, as you said, for five years. As our research progresses, we will publish what we find, right? So that's one way to keep in the state of scientific publication. But then the other way is that I'd be also happy to talk to audience like in platform like US radio and other places. You also have a website. Yes, I do. I have a website you can Google. So what is the web how do we get to that to your website? So I think the best way is if you are in the Google you can type Quang Lab. And that's K U A N G Lab. You put that in Google and you can find out. And by the way, first name is S-H-I-H-U-A-N. And it is at Purdue University. So the way I found it was to put Quan, K-U-A-N-G, lab, and put Purdue afterwards. And it took me right to your website. It is a rich website talks about stem cells in skeletal muscle. And I guess the fact that lipids in stem cells can either be positive or negative, but they do provide energy for it. And I guess the this will be my last question since I know I've probably exhausted many of the 
the listeners on this subject already, but how do we know what signals does injured muscle send that activate the stem cells? Do we know much about that? So one type of signaling is called a growth factor. So when the muscle integrity is compromised by the injury, those factors will be released and then was percepted or detected by the stem cells. So there's a number of signaling. For example, one is called HGF. So these growth factors are important. Now, we're often told they come as in an exosomic patch, if you will, a little molecule that is separate from the cell that activates them. Are these outside the cell like exosomes or are they inside the cell or are they both? Yeah, they could be both, but mostly because in the muscle and the stem cell situation, they're so close to each other. In many cases, they are more direct. So the exosomes are known to be secreted and then delivered to quite some distance to a far away tissue. But these are close neighbors. So you have the stem cell right in the niche. So they don't need to pack them in the exosomes. But I'm sure exosomes can also be involved. But I don't think that's the main thing here. So we've been talking with Dr. Kwong, K-U-A-N-G, And again, the way to get a hold of him is Kwong, K-U-A-N-G, Lab, and Purdue. Put all of that in Google, and it comes to his lab. And you can find out more about his and Purdue University's work in this area. And it is both rewarded and recognized with a current five-year NIH grant, something very prestigious. And so we're privileged to talk to you, Dr. Kwong. We, of course, are sponsored by Lice First Naturals. You can go to their website, licefirstnaturals.com, and find the double-blind randomized control trials that show where their true biotics and their bovine colostrum are beneficial and why I take both and often advise patients to do so as well, as well as Longevity Playbook where you can find the app or a iPad version or the web version that teaches you how to stay as young as possible so that when the reboot arrives, that is when stem cells help make you younger, you'll be able to be rebooted as much as possible. Dr. Kwong, thank you very much. Kwong Lab, again at Purdue. We'll be back next week with a wonderful guest, as Dr. Kwong has been in teaching us the latest about skeletal muscle stem cells and their activation. Thanks again. See you next week.